Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world, this is your host, hopefully one of your favorite deplorable brothers, David J. Harris Jr. And I have an amazing show for you all today. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me as I break down the truth, the news that's not drenched in liberal bias. It's unadulterated, it's raw, it's real, and it's more important than ever that we all get the truth. Today's broadcast is brought to you by my good friend Mike Lindell's company, My Pillow. Friends, if you need to sleep well, if you want to feel good while you're sleeping, you've got to try Mike Lindell's pillows or his sheets or his mattress topper. I have all of those. My wife absolutely loves his sheets, as do I. There's nothing I love more than actually feeling comfortable, just that you feel so good and cool while you're sleeping. His new Giza sheets are absolutely amazing. Use the promo code David, that's my name, David, when you make your order at MyPillow.com and you can save up to 60%. Yes, Mike Lindell gave a special promo code for me, for you, my audience. So you can save up to 60%, need new pillows, need sheets, want to give your mattress a makeover, get that pillow topper, that mattress topper, just use the code David and you'll save up to 60%. So let's get into my show today. Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world, this is another episode with your host, David J. Harris Jr. and friends today. I've got two amazing guests on with me. One, a very good friend of mine. Both are actually really good friends, but one was just absolutely blasted by Anderson Cooper on CNN. Mike Lindell of MyPillow was trying to share what he knows, what I know, but he knows a lot more than I do of how absolutely amazing something is that we all should want to know about. And Anderson Cooper absolutely uh, put him through the ringer and gave him hell we're going to show some of those clips, and then we're going to bring up Andrew Whitney. He is the doctor, the scientist that understands all of the issues and all of the questions that Anderson asked Mike Lindell. Andrew should have had his uh, his chance to be on uh, CNN with Mike. Hopefully that will happen. But without any further ado, my good friend, Mike Lindell. Mike, so good to have you with me today, my brother. How are you? I'm doing great. It's been quite a week since that interview. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I was traveling. I didn't get to see it when it happened. You sent it to me. I watched the entire thing, and I was absolutely dumbfounded and disgusted at how Anderson Cooper tried to paint you every negative possible thing in the book and threw every negative possible thing at you that uh, you've shared with me on my show before just to try to paint you in a negative light and discredit you and discredit your company. It was truly disgusting. Uh, How did you keep, how did you keep your wits about you and not absolutely lose it in the face of Anderson just going at you full board? Well, a couple of things. I, I prayed before I went on, I said, God, give me peace here during this. I knew he'd probably attack. And, uh, and the other thing is I've been through it before with the, uh, with the corrupt Better Business Bureau and, uh, and other entities that have attacked me over and ever since I went in for this, back this great president. Well, it, it was it was a setup. It was a total setup job. Anybody watching, if they not under, if they don't understand how the mainstream media, the liberal mainstream media works, then I could see how they could get sucked in as Anderson pulled out all these things. But if he if he actually gave you an opportunity. To respond, he wouldn't even let you do that. He asked you a question. That's what these liberal reporters, these whack job anchors do. They throw something at you and then you try to answer it and they cut you off or they discredit you and throw something else at you because they're very good. It's why they're anchors. They're very good at driving the direction of the conversation, the direction that they want it to go. And if it's not going that way, they steer it back the other direction. But you handled yourself very, very well. And I just like to say thank you first and foremost as a fellow believer. Uh, somebody that absolutely champions truth and integrity and has a company that God has blessed that's been an amazing, amazing company uh, for millions of people, literally, through your MyPillow. i just like to say thank you for being willing to jump into the lion's den on CNN and and represent us believers, because I think you did an amazing job. Well, thanks, David. And you know what? That was the frustrating part. I wasn't wasn't even getting frustrated at what he was saying. I was getting frustrated. He wouldn't let me answer you know, yeah. there's two different. There's a difference there. I mean, everything he was saying is very public about when the, you know, the things he was saying very public when he tried to discredit me. 
I wrote a book about all my, you know, me being ex-crack. I'm surprised he didn't bring up the crack cocaine. I've got, I know. I've got your book. I read all 300 plus pages of it in less than a week. It was riveting. I was on a roller coaster ride of emotions as I was reading what God brought you through, brother. Amazing book. Definitely uh, recommend it for anybody out there and, and anything else at MyPillow. And if you're going to go to MyPillow.com, use the code David. Yes, use the code David. You're supporting my program and you're supporting this patriot. But uh, loved your book. He didn't bring up the crack. That's That's kind of funny. He thought he had enough ammunition with the other fallacies that he threw at you. But the, the entire reason that you were on CNN is because Axios threw out an article, a hit article about you. A, a few publications threw out a hit article on you over this new supplement, this new extract, this compound that absolutely could be, would be a game changer for all of us here in this country underneath this current COVID-19 pandemic. That's why you were there. That's what you were there to share. And he didn't want you to let you, he didn't want to let you talk about it. Let's show this clip for those that haven't seen the video of Anderson Cooper and your uh, interview. Let's show this clip right now so that people can get a little taste of what Anderson was trying to do to you. Phase one and phase two. It's to see if there's any, any. There's been uh, no phase uh, one and phase two on this, on this drug, sir. There's been no phase one and phase two on this Yeah, yeah, absolutely there has. The FDA has had it since April. A hundred percent. You're just misconstrued because the media is trying to take away this amazing cure that works for everybody. Okay, so just for our our viewers, you have no medical background. You're not a scientist. A guy called you in April, said he had this product. You are now on the board and going to make money from the sale of this product. No, no, the no, reason no, he no, reached no, out to you is because you have the ear of the president. So you, he gets no, a meeting with the president and you no, stand to make money from this. How do you sleep Anderson, at night? Anderson, that's your narrative. Um, this is, You're I just not going to make money from this? Week because, because they want, I don't care about the money. I think I've proven that. Really? I give millions of dollars to everything that happens from hurricanes to $4 million with the mask that I gave out free product pocket. I just want to say, if you let me talk here, sure. I will tell you, they put me on the board last week because when this come, when this gets approved by the FDA, which it will, it's passed every safety test. They have all the studies done, which the, you the don't FDA have doesn't really approve FDA. supplements. When this comes out, when this comes out, this company wanted me because I help people. That's my passion. And I can scale things to get it out to everybody to save our country, right. to get sure. to save lives. There's no evidence. To save lives. How are you uh, different than a snake oil salesman? You have Wow. How are you different than a snake oil salesman? That sounds like slander to me. That sounds like defamation of your character and your company, Mike. It it really was. And, and, you know, he didn't let me answer. It's like, and the purpose of me going on his show, like you say, they were, uh, you know, when they they were talking about some meeting that, you know, this meeting that had leaked out when I turned off, I turned everything I hear. You got to realize I turn everything I hear over to the task force through my friend, Secretary Carson, and he's on the task force. I hear stuff, David, all the time, great things. And as you know, on Easter Sunday, I got a call from this Andrew Whitney, and he goes, hey, I got this, uh, what I believe is a cure, the answer to the pandemic. And I'm going, well, that got my attention, you know? And and I I listened to him, talked to him for hours, and then I turned it over to Secretary Carson. They, They, those guys make the connection and check it all out. And and it's got the safety tests were done years ago for that it was a safe, uh, you know, safe to take. Well, once I heard that, I, you know, I'm going, well, if it's safe to take and you and there's been studies done against the virus in laboratories and stuff, why not try it if it's safe? You know, and that's what I did. As you know, I as a, you being my friend, I went all in. I've been taking it. I don't I can't get the virus. And my friends I've given it to to help. If they got tested positive, they're two days they're running around, jumping up and down, eating pizza, and uh, and you know this, wow, you know this is and and that's me. I do my due diligence. I was trying to tell Cooper, said you know when I believe in something, I do my due diligence and then I go all in. Otherwise, yeah. I would wreck my platform of of notoriety or I mean of integrity. Just like when I went all in for the president, nobody can ever take that from me. When I had that private meeting with him in the summer of two thousand sixteen. And I walked in and I got to hear just him and I got to hear everything he was going to do to help out, you know, inner cities and to help out um, the economy, bring the jobs back. And he told me we talked about my ex crack addiction where he was going to stop the drugs pouring in and help my recovery network. And and so I said, you know what, I'm going all in. So, of course, with something like this, I went all in. 
Wouldn't you? Wouldn't anybody? If you hear something so good and you're trying it yourself, I didn't do anything wrong. I, it's not out there yet. I wasn't promoting it. Cooper didn't even go and, you know, you think you go, wow, this is really great. Um, you know, I hope the FDA approves it. You know, that would have been no, normal. He, he didn't. He didn't want that. He didn't want that. He just he was he was just trying to blast you, to shame you, to make you look like he said as a snake oil salesman. You acknowledged you're not a doctor, you're not a scientist. You've seen the reports. You've said uh, multiple times in that full length interview that you've seen the studies. And he kept trying to ask you, well, where are they? What are the studies? And who he should have really been talking to is Andrew Whitney. So I've actually got Andrew Whitney uh, from Phoenix Biotechnology on with us. And I, and I can also share, I was, I, we were talking about all this as you were looking through, as you were doing your due diligence. So I, I have the opportunity to understand that for the CEO of a dang near billion dollar company, you don't just put your reputation on the line for something that's as quacked out as Anderson Cooper tried to make it sound. You Absolutely. really dug in. You you really dug in and did your due diligence. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's why you then wound up saying, okay, I see this. So who who CNN should have had on with you uh, is this gentleman right here that we're going to bring up, Andrew Whitney. Andrew, welcome to the program. How are you doing today, my brother? Hello, David. It's wonderful to be here. Before we get going, I must just specify that I'm not a scientist or a medical doctor either. But I am the uh, one of the one of the business team charged with making this company a great success, and I do have the enormous privilege of working with some tremendously gifted scientists who've been researching this molecule for twenty five years. We know more about this molecule than anyone else on the planet. So, with that said, I'm delighted to be here and delighted to be talking to uh, to two great friends about something that I think has got tremendous promise given the emergency that we all find ourselves in. Well, thank you for that clarification. So I guess your ex your area of expertise is you've been working with the doctors and the scientists that have been doing the research on this compound and their research spans 20 plus years. Absolutely. 25 years, more than 20 published papers. I can walk you through all of that. Evidently, there wasn't an awful lot of background research done by the team at CNN before Anderson Cooper decided to go on the air with Mike and chase him around about matters of science and technology. But um, we can happily talk about that today. Ready when you well, are. I'd love to. What, what, what feeling did you get? You just saw that clip. And that's just a short clip. And Anderson was doing that and trying to rile Mike up and trying to paint him, you know, just the worst person in the world for 20 minutes, over 20 minutes. What was your feeling when you saw that? What were you thinking when you saw that when Anderson Cooper said there are no phase one studies, there are no phase two studies, there, are, there have not been any uh, tests for safety for this compound? What, would you, what could you answer to that? Well, I mean, first of all, obviously, the, the, the delivery and the, and the management of that interview, I thought, was, was predatory and unprofessional. But when I was listening to those types of accusations leveled at Mike, I was sitting there just making a mental checklist of all the things that were wrong with the statements and the insinuations that were being made. I mean, you know, we, we heard that there were no animal tests. Well, there actually are mouse, rats, dogs. I mean, you know, pick an animal. Um, there's no human test. Well, actually, we've already taken this through phase one and phase two human safety trials, albeit for a cancer application, but it was the identical molecule. And we know that it's, it's still safe in humans at up to 16 times the proposed dosage. To give you a sense of what that's like, that's the difference between 70 miles an hour on the freeway and 1,120 miles an hour on the freeway. <laughs> I mean, to get to an unsafe dosage of this product, you'd have to take 600 doses of it at the same time and drink an entire pint of oil. Who does that? Wow. You know, it's, it's the difference between taking, you know, one aspirin and 16 of them. Who does that? You know, so so the idea that there's no safety there is, you know, no human has ever seen this and there's no concept of safety. Well, actually, there is. It's published information. This is all available. You can go to our website. You know, that's out there in the world. And that um, website is phoenixbiotechnology.com. I'm there myself. I actually have the documents, the testing documents uh, in front of me as well that show over 20 published papers on it. And it shows the phase one and phase two testing that Anderson Cooper was so adamant did not exist. So Anderson Cooper, you can eat that. And uh, I think you need, you owe Mike Lindell and Andrew Whitney and your audience an absolute apology 
I doubt we'll ever get it because you don't care about the truth, Anderson Cooper. All you care about is pitching and pushing a narrative that suits you. And what suits you, I truly believe, friends, is this pandemic. They feed off of it. They want it. They want to blame the president for it. And any kind of a win that President Donald J. Trump could have from having an individual from the private sector reach out to an amazing business person like Mike Lindell and bring that to Ben Carson and the task force because the president opened it up to the private sector and then giving that to the president and giving him a win. That's something that Anderson Cooper and nobody in the liberal mainstream media wants. Nobody wants that. So we probably won't get an apology but Anderson Cooper, shame on you. And that's just the first time I'm probably going to say that during this episode. I just didn't want to let this, this opportunity to pass as Anderson so adamantly over and over and over said, there's no phase one and phase two testing. Go look it up. His research, his research team should have looked it up. It's out there. It's there. It's published. So a little rant for me, because it just really infuriates me that people that are on the mainstream media like that get on there and treat individuals like you, Mike, with such disdain, with such, you know, just, just disgust and try to paint you and your company in such a negative light. And there's an individual that actually had the answers that I was able to get on my show for all of you today to watch, Andrew Whitney, that has the answers. It's been working with the team, the doctors, the scientists that understand this compound and how it works. So let's get back to the, the yeah, efficacy. You know, David, oh, like go ahead, Mike, go ahead. Say something there. I got off that show. It was 23 minutes long of him attacking me. And one of my daughters called me up, okay? She had no... I experienced whatsoever in any of this. And she she looked she looked up and she found one of the studies herself. She goes, Dad, why didn't why didn't you give them the studies? I said, I and she said they're right here. I said, I didn't know they were gonna ask me for that. I've seen them. Anybody can go find them. I figured CNN would not and then could call me a liar. She goes, Well, why'd they call you a liar? Why didn't they check on that? I said, I don't know. You know, CNN. If, when your daughter can go find a study on something that she doesn't know anything about and CNN is sitting there blasting you about something that they themselves could have found very easily, as I did earlier, uh, it just goes to show you that CNN really does not care about the truth. Well, so, Andrew, talking. what else can you yeah. tell us about this compound? The testing has well, been I, done. It's been tested on yeah. animals. Phase one, phase two testing. The testing sounds accurate. Uh, the efficacy of the of the uh, accuracy and the ability for this compound to potentially be a game changer for anybody with COVID-19. What can you tell us all about that now that this is all almost all pretty much out in the open? Uh, I've also got a tweet from the president that I'm going to show in a minute. But what else can you tell us about this compound that could be world changing, America changing? Yeah, if, if I could start with just a little bit of background, David, I mean, just to sort of set the scene on this, because I think. I think too often we, we don't focus on the kind of the data around the scale of this problem. But did you know how many Americans have died of COVID-19 in just the last two months? It's, it's more than enough to fill Madison Square Garden. And yet in the last nine months of unprecedented power resources, you know, access, there is not one single approved treatment, drug, cure, remedy, other therapeutic or vaccine of any kind. So it's incumbent upon people like the president and members of the coronavirus task force, like Dr. Ben Carson, to reach out, as you say, to, to private industry, to guys like Mike Lindell, who have a terrific reputation, and say, look, anybody got any, any great technologies you can bring in? And it's not like these things just blow in through the front doors of the White House. They have to go through a tremendous amount of due diligence because, you know, funny old thing, the president's quite a busy guy. So, yeah. you know, how did we end up there? Well, a, a, a gentleman like Dr. Ben Carson, who has a tremendous record in, a, in terms of his medical career, um, he took the time to do the due diligence on the data that we had. So this narrative that Mike is a snake oil salesman because there's no substance behind this is a bogus narrative. And I can tell you, we managed to persuade the University of Texas Medical Branch at Galveston, one of the most prestigious academic institutions in this country. They were the first to sequence the COVID-19 virus in the United States. We managed to convince them to give us a test against COVID-19. And the results from that this was done in a laboratory. I should state that at the outset. So it's, no, it's not the excuse to run into the street saying, Eureka, we've solved it. But the, the results from that was a 20,000-fold reduction in viral infectivity, 20,000 times wow. less infective as a result of the presence of our compound. Now, that has to warrant further attention. Yeah. We aren't asking for blanket approval to go start selling the stuff in the streets. What we're asking for is the opportunity to test. 
Dr. Ben Carson and others have had a look at this. They find it compelling also. We've provided additional human anecdotal data to the FDA, which they are now in possession of as well. This is, this is worth considering. And our argument, given that it's already gone through phase one and two clinical trials um, for human safety, albeit for the cancer application, but it's the same compound. It's either safe or it's not safe. Given that we've already done that, then the question is, what's there to lose? Clearly, the current process or system hasn't delivered a solution. What we're doing is we're saying, look, we've got something with compelling data. Let us test. That's all we ask. And that should be what everybody wants. I mean, right. uh, again, we're talking about something that is crippling businesses, that's crippling families. You know, a, a friend of mine from my hometown shared that he's had six of his veteran friends that have committed suicide in the last several months because they've lost their jobs battling with PTSD. And that's just a small example of the absolute mayhem and, and anxiety and drama and loss that American families are going through. And here Anderson Cooper's throwing Mike under the bus and this compound under the bus and doesn't know his head from his butt. Right. And you know, David, I want to say this too. If you're, you know, to put yourself in my position, I've known about this since Easter Sunday. I think I started taking it within a week after I knew it was safe that they had done the phase one and phase two, because I'm going, you know, I'd like to take it so I don't get the virus. I'm around yeah. a lot of people. I didn't want to stop my with all the things I'm doing. I'm running a huge company. We were making masks at the time, donating over $4 million worth of masks. And I'm going, I didn't want, you know, I'm, I'm there with my employees and everything else to make us safe. While my friends and family, I, you know, if I knew it was safe, I gave it to them. I had it to them and with 100% success. So I not only did it, but I did my own due diligence on my own personal due diligence. <laughs> you know, that's really believe when you, when you believe it. But if there's nothing out there to help you, and I knew it was safe, I did what everybody should be doing or what they should let us do. And it's very frustrating. You know, you look up the word patience, and usually I'm not the picture that's there. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, but, but I will say this is, I, I've been patient because I've been, you know, sitting back on you know, when you've got the answer, you just want to get it out there. And, and, you know, I want to say this too, because another thing that Cooper attacked me on was, was that I became involved with this company and said, Andrew will tell you the company, I do have a board seat now. And I, and I did want to, they brought me in because I can scale things, you know, I can scale things. And this would be, uh, you know, the stuff that my pillows had to done on a mass, we've sold 54 million pillows. I mean, just massive. All of a sudden, one day you're here, the next day you're here. You know, it's all over the board and you've got to be able oh, yeah. to get, get it out there. And they wanted to, you know, they had me look at their production. You know, once the FDA approves this, we want to make sure everybody can get it. You know, yes. for me, it's humanity. It's, this is about saving lives. And I just wanted to, that's why I wanted to get involved. And uh, for all Mr. <clears throat> Cooper out there, Anything I make up that you can bet uh, most of it all goes to charity, all goes to my recovery network, all goes to help people. And what a way to, you know, what a better way to help people than save their lives. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about. And I know you, I know your heart. You know, I'm one of those friends that had the opportunity to get this compound. I've been tested several times. I'm negative. I've never tested positive one time. And I fly all over the country. I see a lot of people. Um, I know uh, it sounds like, Mike, you've given it specifically to your own family members that were battling this, uh, were battling COVID-19. Can you share what their results were? Well, I had, I had, uh, this was interesting. I said one of my, it was an aunt and, and two, of her, two of her family members got, got tested positive. And one of the family members that was there was taking it ahead of time as a prophylactic. So they tested negative, but she was going to, she went to the hospital to get, she couldn't taste and she couldn't, you know, had the fever and everything. And she went there and, and I, so I had called, I said, you know, you need to get out of there. Um, you know, she hadn't got her test back and then they were going to give her her results. I said, you have it and you need to take this. She took it. She didn't go back to the hospital. I just, and I didn't want her to stay in the hospital. And she went back home. She took it as, uh, as the, uh, you know, took the, the, the medicine and, uh, and they were in within three days, they were eating pizza where all her taste was back. And it was amazing. Wow. And, and this was, and she was completely symptomatic. And that's, I've had many friends, I will say 30 that were symptomatic, but, and it had it and uh, gave it to them. And within a couple of days, they're fine. That's my personal experience. 
and I'm not selling anything here. I'm only saying this because I don't have, we can't sell anything with this. If it was a supplement, you couldn't even say it cures it. But we're asking for, why not try it? Because we know it's safe. Why not try it? We know it's safe. I wish people knew what I knew. You know, that's all. I would, I would sacrifice my whole company and be penniless on the street if this could be released tomorrow to save millions of lives. And I mean that with every part of my being. Well, and I believe you and I know you and I know you're a man of integrity and truth. And again, I can share, you know, my own story. I, I won't get into that. I, I got into what I can share, you know, is that I've, I've been tested three times. I've been not actually more than that, because when I've gone to the Tulsa rally, I was there with you, Mike. I got tested twice there and it was both it was negative, inclusive and then negative. So I've been tested four, maybe four or five times. So all of this sounds amazing. Andrew, what else can you tell us? Uh, about this compound, about where it's at. I know the president actually, let's look, let's look at this. The president actually tweeted this this morning. He tweeted the deep state or whoever over at the FDA is making it very difficult for drug companies to get people in order to test the vaccines and therapeutics. Obviously they are hoping to delay the answer until after November 3rd, must focus on speed and save lives. I think he's talking about your therapeutic in there, Andrew. Is that what you do? You, I mean, obviously, we can't say we know for certain, but I don't know if there's any other therapeutic out there that is actually has the proof, the testing that yours does. As far as the FDA slow rolling this thing until after November 3rd, can you talk at all about what you've been dealing with with the FDA? Will the FDA approve this? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think the president is an extremely perceptive man. He's always got his finger on the pulse of what's going on in this country. He seems to understand the people in a way that previous presidents just haven't. And this is a topic of, of enormous annoyance to the left. He keeps wrong-footing them because he has this um, innate sense of what's going on, it seems. One of the things that's clear is, you know, well, here's a fact. I mean, one of the narratives that have been thrown at us is that we don't follow process. Well, we've been in the process since April. And per Mike's point, as, imagine, as Mike shared on Anderson Cooper, yep, as Mike shared. It, imagine how it feels to know you've got something that could be really promising and to be still filling in forms months later. While, like I said, in the last two months alone, more Americans have died of this than the entire capacity of Madison Square Garden. It's immensely frustrating. And um, so, so we are pushing as hard as we can, but we have followed the process. We've dotted, crossed every T and jumped through every hoop, and we know. The guys up at the FDA and in other government departments are under a huge amount of pressure at the moment. And I know there's some tremendously diligent, great and professional people up there. But the process is slow and it hasn't delivered any solutions so far. And we're sitting here with something that we've got compelling data from UTMB on. We already know it's safe in humans because of previous phase one and phase two safety tests. That ought to mean, you know, this thing is accelerated into, into uh, tests by you know, under an FDA uh, authority, and uh, and we can basically live on our results. <clears throat> and we're perfectly happy to do that because we're extremely confident about what that's going to look like. In the meantime, we are now being subjected to a narrative, you know, a series of different narratives about the fact that you know there's no safety around this. It's a fundamentally unsafe compound. You know that's absurd. We live in a world where there are plenty of um, quote unquote toxic compounds that are in everyday use. It's everything from, you know, nutmeg. 15 servings of nutmeg is toxic. It's menthol. Alcohol is one. You know, um, Botox that people inject in their faces. Radiation therapy. All these things are toxic if you take them in the wrong amount. And so we're surrounded by things that are toxic. If you're going to take 16 times higher dosages, you're going to get to a point of toxicity on a lot of things. But there is a, there is a vicious, coordinated, negative narrative around this which is quite interesting. Um, if it's such an easily dismissed, silly botanical, why the fuss would be the question I was asked, David. And you know, to me, it smacks of what I would call cure cancelling. Anybody comes up with a cure or a solution, you would think people would embrace it in some sort of default positive manner. You know, trust but verify, Right. Uh, you know, as, as a great former president once said. Now, <clears throat> the, the question, though, is, you know, how is it that our compound is, is absolutely safe per FDA phase one and two clinical trials when it's going through as a candidate for a cancer application? But the minute you talk about COVID, suddenly it's a, it's a, it's a terrible, scary thing. 
I can't speak to the efficacy of hydrochloroquine, but I have taken that in the past for malaria. And as far as I understand, for the last half century, it's been deemed perfectly safe for humans in the, in the malaria application. But the minute someone mentions the word COVID in the same sentence as hydrochloroquine, the media lose their minds over this. It, so seems, a- so, it seems so absolutely evil, if I can just really speak blunt. I mean, uh, so, there's so much chaos and anxiety and loss taking place in our country right now. And when somebody potentially has something that could benefit, like you said, hydroxychloroquine, safe for 50 years, as soon as the president says, hey, maybe this is going to work, uh, the, the entire liberal media structure just goes out and attacks it. Democrat politicians go out and attack it, attack the president. Here we've got the same thing with this compound that you're talking about. And here's CNN and Axios and these other liberal uh, news outlets are already bashing it when we should hope and pray that this is something that actually works for the American people. Absolutely. You know, you know what, David, it's like, I, I, you know, if you had told me we'd be sitting here having this conversation four months later, when I first heard about this and then from Andrew and then on Easter Sunday, then I go, wow, our whole nation prayed and here's the answer. And I thought, you know, we're going to be open. Everything's going to open back up even better than before. And what a miracle God's given us. And then, and then all, it's just, it's, and here we are today. You're, you would think with something like this that's safe to take, you know, we're not even, you know, think about the right to try that they made that, you know, that thing. Yeah. I mean, there's no known cure, known anything for this, except for, you know, we've had the hydroxychloroquine and we've had these different things and they suppress it like we were just talking about. And it just doesn't make, there's no logic to it. You would think that people like Anderson Cooper I bet you if he had it, he would take something out there that anything he could find. Absolutely. And that's, and that's, it's very, that I don't get how you can take something, this anomaly we're in and politicize it. And it just goes to show you, they've really exposed themselves of how, you know, especially with the Sanderson Cooper thing. I mean, what, oh, you know, a guy goes on there, I go on there just to say, uh, hey, there's a good thing I think that's going to come out of the FDA here any day. What's wrong with that? Well, you know what? You should be hung from the highest tree, you snake oil salesman. I'm not selling anything. I'm saying, you know, this is hope. We're all yes. looking for hope right now. We're looking for hope. And then, uh, you know, there's many different things out there that got just got smashed and, and, and shut down because of <clears throat> politics. And that's very sad that we're living in that kind of. And then you have the whole um, left-wing media brainwashing everybody, too. You know, brainwashing that you have to, you can go to one state and another and go, you swear you're in two different worlds, you know, yeah. one state and get another. And it's just, it's, I, I'm just amazed. I never thought that things could go so deep when we talk about, you know, the deep state or something, you talk about these things, but boy, it sure seems like it. I've got another clip I want us to watch of Anderson, where basically you're just sharing that why shouldn't we have hope for this? Why shouldn't this be something that we absolutely does hope work? Why wouldn't you want it to work? And I think his kind of snide response, I think it says a lot. Michael, <laughs> Bell, I appreciate you being on. I find, I think, honestly, I just think it's shameful what you're doing. If you really want to help will people, you, promise me you would that use you promise your ability me when the FDA to... Approves, right. When you promise... We, you'll let me come back on when this was all proven and you get to see the, the results? If there is a published peer-reviewed study that is that that shows efficacy for this, great. I, I believe me. I want more than anything for there to be a cure for this. We are all thank you, sick thank of this. you. We're, we're all, all the same tired page. of we're this. All in this together. No, but we're this not on. We're not politics. on this together because you're wanna, making money off this. We all want to help this. people. If you're making is money true, off this, this. This isn't a political thing or a money thing for me. This is to help humanity and help save mm. lives. I think right. my personal, track my personal family lives have been changed, and I, I would Michael, hope that uh, that I'm praying that uh, for you, Anderson, that uh, you have me back on your show when this all comes to fruition. God bless. Yeah. Mike Lindell, thanks very much. I want to bring. <laughs> Man, you know, as soon as you try to say we're all in this together, we're in the same boat. You no, know, we're not. I'm not on the same page as you. No, you're looking and hoping that this actually works for America. Yeah. He's like, no, I actually don't know. He's still trying to paint you in that negative light. Absolutely disgusting. As far as as far as Anderson said, Andrew, when there's a peer reviewed study published, Mike can come back on his show. Is there a peer-reviewed study that's been published? 
We haven't got a peer-reviewed study published yet. Um, we have done a, a, a terrific study with the University of Texas Medical Branch at Galveston, but the hysterical media um, reaction has been so aggressive since that uh, that interview with Mike that the peer-reviewed journal that was going to publish it is backing away from it because they think it's too controversial. Wow. So they had already been in the process of peer-reviewing it and had provided their comments um, so they're backing away from it because they're just so terrified of the whole thing, which is absurd. I mean, this is self-censorship in the era of liberal media. It's atrocious. So um, the that's from an extreme that was done at that university, in te- uh, the Texas uh, University, that study that was done would have yeah. turned into a peer-reviewed study. Mm-hmm. Yet now that Anderson Cooper and all these liberal mainstream media hacks have, have hounded this thing, it may not happen. Yeah, that journal's too nervous. They think it's too controversial and that sort of thing, which is just amazing. It's it's a remarkable and a shocking um, eventuality. But this is a highly prestigious research institution, University of Texas Medical Branch at Galveston. You know, for them to have to contend with that sort of response is is ridiculous in the modern era. I mean, I I just understand it. I got to say this. When it comes out, I hope it all does. I hope the green lights get get. There's all green lights. President Trump, I tweeted back at him for his tweet. I said, I know the therapeutic you're talking about. Please sign an executive order to get this thing to the testing that it needs so that we can, the American people, can know if this works. And if it works, we can have hope. And when that happens, I want to hold CNN and Anderson Cooper responsible for holding that up from the American people. It's a disgrace. David, I I want to say something to you guys. That, you know, you're scared that peer review testing those guys from doing their what they should have should continue to do and be and actually live not live in fear like that's what they wanted. CNN wanted to put everybody in fear. I'm telling you, you know how many media outlets not like you, David, and and there, you know there's a there's um, Newsmax and there's uh, Diamond and Silk yourself and uh, quite a few others, but there's also a whole other group that won't have us on right now because they're in fear. Oh, you talk about wow. COVID, and they've got them all in fear, don't they, Andrew? It's like it's like they're, you know, sure you get the ones like the New York Times calling up because they want to just pile on, but you don't have any of the the media that you supposedly is supposed to be telling the truth. Where are you guys out there? Where are you? Now's the time to speak up. All we're asking for is a is a chance to try. You know, it's been proven safety. Let's get it out there, you guys. We're all in this together to save lives. Yeah. So where does everything stand today, Andrew? I know you've had, I mean, again, they reported on the private meeting that you had with the president uh, with part of the task force. Uh, Where does it stand today? I I think you've had other conversations potentially with the president, but where do you feel like this stands today? Do you think it'll take an executive order from President Trump to, to get this thing moving in the direction that it needs to? Or what else can you tell us about how close this thing is to getting to a place where the American P can be tested on COVID positive patients and we can find out if it works. Right. Well, I mean, first things first, David, I think the death toll is now at 175,000 in the U S that's a, that's a totally unacceptable situation and uh, it requires immediate priority. And, and we are in unprecedented circumstances. So this idea that everything should occur via the normal um, the, the, the process for normal circumstances when we're in unprecedented circumstances, that for a start is an incorrect starting assumption. Um, yeah. it, regardless of that, um, the fact is there are some very, very good people in the FDA and, and we think, we hope that they're going to give us the opportunity to test because I'm extremely confident that if we are given the opportunity to test, the rest will become very straightforward. If this is if this is allowed to be tested in a hospital environment, it is very clear to me it will get approved. It is an excellent solution, but we have to be in a position to test that. So if you're going to ask me, is it going to get approved? Is it going to get out there? Um, my answer is, if we're allowed to test, it's going to get out there. If we're not allowed to test, I don't know what to tell you. And just another thing, I know one thing that uh, that one one uh, thing that Anderson Cooper said is he tried to he tried to connect the oleander the oleander in extract to the oleander flower, which is very toxic and poisonous, uh, and he tried to use that as a basis for dismissing this entire thing as well. Can you talk a little bit about 
the the sure. difference between the oleander flower, which is dangerous and poisonous, that nobody should ever just go try to eat an oleander flower or, or whatever, compared to the actual extract that you guys that you guys have. Sure, sure, happy to. So, so our compound, um, which is oleandrin, is a tiny fraction of a plant called Nerium oleander, otherwise known as the oleander plant. And it's true, the oleander plant is toxic. So, if you went out into your backyard and you started munching leaves of it, that would be highly inadvisable and it would be toxic. So, it's not something you want to do. But by the same token, as I told you, there are plenty of things out there in nature that you can consume that would be very bad for you like rhubarb stems, nutmeg, um, excess alcohol, menthol, all these things that we've talked about before. So there are plenty of things out there that you don't want to go out and just start munching. The way to think about oleandrin is it's a tiny subset of that overall plant. And the example I often give is think about a barrel of crude oil. You can't run your car safely or effectively on that. But if you have the know-how, the expertise, and the advanced um, equipment, you can separate a tiny fraction out of that barrel called gasoline, and you can very effectively run your car on that and very safely run your car on that. Think about oleander in the same way. It's a tiny subset fraction. Now, again, like a lot of other things out there in the world, if you take too much of it, it can be bad for you. But as we said before, we already went through phase one and phase two FDA safety trials in humans on this for a cancer application, and all the way up at 16 times the proposed dosage for COVID, it was still safe in humans. It was only the beginning of the kind of negative feedback responses. Well, 16 times anything. Like I said, wow. take 16 aspirin and see what that does for you or 16 Motrin. You know, I mean, you, you don't want to be doing that sort of thing. You don't no. do that. Nobody no. does that. So the idea that this is fundamentally unsafe because it comes from that plant is absurd. And yet you've got all of these doctors popping up as though they've just been programmed and told to go and start bad-mouthing oleander <clears throat> it's highly unprofessional it is well I, I i'm thankful for the uh, explanation on the difference there because you know they're going to try to go find somebody that's going to go eat some oleander plant and then blame you guys and blame the president although i don't think he's actually said i know there's one clip where he was asked specifically about the about oleandrin and he said he did he was aware of it and knew about it but that's what the mainstream media will try to do so thank you for that clarification. So, Andrew, before I before I go to Mike for some final thoughts, Andrew, what are your final thoughts on the, uh, the this this compound? Where we sit as a country? What's what do we need right now? What do we what can we hope for? What can we pray for for this to uh, get where it needs to go for the country to find out if the testing is good and we can. Uh, we can move forward with with this in the places that need it the most in hospitals and our old folks homes retirement communities uh, what do you, what would you say that we uh, that we need to do hope and pray for right now well I would sum up by saying the following David this is um, an unparalleled set of circumstances in the history of the United States of America it's ravaged families um, businesses communities the entire economy it's had a terrible toll and often on some of the most vulnerable minorities and groups. You mentioned nursing homes. Um, we believe we have something that could work. We've got some great data that supports that from prestigious institutions and great anecdotal data in humans that's been shared with the FDA. They've got that data. We already know it's safe for humans per FDA phase one and two clinical trials in humans that was done for a cancer application, same exact compound. All we're asking for is the opportunity to go ahead and carry this out in structured, supervised conditions in hospital tests. We've already got the hospitals lined up that want to do this. We need the FDA to sign off and allow us to do that. We're not asking for some blanket approval to sell a drug. All we want to do is prove what we believe is, is, a, is a tremendously beneficial potential solution to this problem. Well, I know that that's, I believe, what all of us should want and hope for. It's what everybody at CNN, MSNBC, it's what everybody should hope for. Yet it seems like they're hell bent on on not wanting anything that's going to work for our country. And uh, Mike, final words from you, final thoughts from CNN, and then I'll bring you back, Andrew. But final words and thoughts from how CNN treated you to what you're still hopeful for, to what you're believing is going to happen, and uh, anything else you want to share. Well, I'm believing that uh, CNN, that uh, God will take the, the bad that happened and turn it into good. I think this got a lot of attention, what he did to me. I think by him attacking me, it made worldwide news uh, about it this uh, 
amazing supplement and uh, or call it whatever you want compound and and uh, maybe this will get the awareness. Maybe it would have just stood there dormant, and we'd have been waiting forever from the FDA to hear about, hey, you guys, you can go ahead and try it because it's safe. And you know, maybe it needed. Maybe that had to happen. And I'm praying that uh, my prayers every day are that every day that goes by, I pray, you know, God, don't let's get it. Get this okay tomorrow. Get this okay tomorrow. I want people. I want lives to be saved. I mean, I, I'm in a position, my loved ones and stuff, I have I have access. I want everybody to have access to hope and to to be able to uh, get us through this, uh, this anomaly, this unprecedented situation we're in. And, and then I also, maybe it should expose a lot of things. Uh, one thing that this pandemic has done is expose poorly run cities by Democrat leadership. I know a lot of, I'm going to get a little political now. Um, a lot of my Democrat friends and a lot of them, and these are good people. Democrats, no one's trying to put Democrats against Republicans here. It's Democratic leadership. It's the leadership, the leadership like in Minnesota, our terrible governor, our terrible mayor of Minneapolis. These horrible decisions that were made that cost lives and destruction through our whole country and world. And I think that I'm like, oh, I've talked to my Democrat friends and they're all going, you know what? I, I'm voting. I'm voting for Donald Trump. I'm voting red down the ticket. And I'm going and, you know, I asked them, I've asked them why. And, they, and they've told me the stuff that they used to think they were voting for. One of the things was family, they, you know, and, and to help people. They thought that was the Democrat. And they go, then they look across, they go, wow, Donald Trump has done more for what they thought they were getting for 50 years than any president in history. So they're they're voting for that. The other ones say, even if I did vote Democrat, I'd be voting for something that that ship sailed a long time ago. I'd be voting for this radical left and progressive um, hate-filled narrative that the media wants you to do. And you're gonna end up with that with uh, with Biden and, and Harris. And, they, and it's just, it, it's encouraging to me. Minnesota, just the other day, a couple of days ago, we're in a dead heat. And if they if they're saying that, you know, we're probably up by ten. I just don't want to get too confident because I want everybody to get out there and do your job. And I said it before: don't just get out and vote. Get, go out and talk to your Democrat friends and say, "Hey, do you really know what you're voting for here? We got it. We have to get our daily lives. Everybody deserves joyful um, lives here on Earth while we're here on Earth, and to be happy and and to have a peace and have family. And uh, and that's my prayers. And I and I think we're. I think we're going to get there. I believe, I believe, David, we're in the biggest revival in history because of this pandemic. It was an opportunity to, for everyone to get to Jesus, to uh, get back in our faith, to back in our back in the word, just like I said at the Rose Garden. I'll repeat it again. Well, I share that sentiment, brother. You know, hearing you say that hopefully that clip, you know, Anderson Cooper going off on you on CNN. It reminded me of that promise, that anchor verse in the Bible that I've leaned on so often. God can cause all things to work together for your good. So I'm just going to claim that for you. I'm going to claim that for you as well, Andrew, that all that the enemy that right now is trying to tear our country apart, that I believe wants destruction, wants chaos, and so much of the mainstream media is complicit in that desire. I just am believing that what Anderson Cooper did to you, Mike, God's going to cause that to work together for your good for the good of this compound, which will be for the good of not only our country, but for the world. Yes. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. All right. Anything we didn't cover that you guys want to, you want to add? I would say, David, that um, one of the things that's really, um, we're really proud of with our solution, our, our proposition here is this is a hundred percent natural product. It comes from a plant that's native to America. So for all of those people out there that are concerned that they're going to get railroaded into a vaccine, will somehow be made mandatory. They don't want to have anything to do with stuff like that. This is the kind of thing that could be an alternative solution. So, you know, again, we're not allowed to make any bold claims until we've done the uh, the studies and and uh, and had those opportunities to test. But that's what we're asking for. We already know it's safe in humans because that's, you know, we already took it through phase one and phase two human clinical trials per the FDA standard for, for safety in humans. But we want that opportunity to test so we can bring this wonderful um, botanical therapeutic 
to bear on this problem, which has been ravaging families, businesses, communities. doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you're on. We're all in this together, per Mike's point. And we all just want to get better, go back to our regular lives, enjoy our loved ones, and uh, not see them fall through this terrible disease. And I will say this, and I will say this, with me being on board now, getting out, getting with this with uh, this company, I guarantee you, if the, when, when when this gets approved, there's going to be enough to go around because I've never missed my mark. Everyone's going to get the get the help they need. Well, I definitely can attest, Andrew, that your company definitely made a wise decision in adding Mike Lindell to your board because he absolutely knows how to scale. He understands, uh, you know, everything necessary to make sure you don't run out of something and all the preparation ahead of time to do that. And he's, again, he's a man of integrity, honor, humility. And you read his book. For all those that haven't read his book yet, what are the odds from crack addict to CEO? Get that at MyPillow.com. And you know what? I'm sure that Mike's uh, company has probably taken a hit from from that uh, CNN we need to boost it up. So go find something. I love his mattress topper. I love his sheets. I love his towels. I was telling my wife, your towels, Mike, are like a are like a squeegee, but soft. You wipe one time and you're dry. It's amazing. So I love all your stuff. Get it at MyPillow.com and use the code David because you heard it here and you'll be supporting my show as well. So guys, God bless you so much. I am praying for you. I'm praying for this, praying that the president keeps his ear very close to what's taking place and uh, pushes the button when I feel like he, when he when he can and needs to to make sure that we can get the testing done to see if this is truly what you guys say that it is and what I believe that it is too, which is an answer to this current pandemic. Thanks for having us on, David. Thanks so much, David. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I'd love to have you guys on back again in the future. I'll keep my ear to the uh, uh, to the messaging board with you guys and uh, let me know if anything new arises. And friends, you heard it here. Please share this message. Whether you're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or you're listening to it by podcast, please share this message and get the message out. I'm putting my own brand and everything I have on the line, having these guys give them, give them the, the ability to speak their truth because I care about this country. I care about what's taking place. And I truly believe that what these individuals, what these two amazing men have brought to the table for, for America needs to get out, needs to be heard, and we all need to have access to it. So please share this message. God bless you. We will see you guys all again very, very soon. Please share it. And again, use the code David at MyPillow.com and bless Mike Lindell. God bless. We'll talk to you all again soon. Bye-bye. 